Hey, Mavs fans, Bobby Corelli here, just doing a quick intro for you before we get to uh, the podcast with DeLon Wright. Mike Marshall and I were lucky enough to be able to sit down with him. One of his first days in Dallas was really cool. But before we get to that, I just wanted to take a minute to uh, go over a couple of housekeeping things. First off, the schedule came out yesterday. It's a very exciting time, so uh, head over to Mavs.com or really any of the Mavs social media accounts. You can see the full thing in calendar mode, list mode, whatever. Uh, you can get your season tickets now. Single game tickets and mini plans will be on sale in the next couple weeks, so keep your eyes out for that. Uh, we'll be announcing those all over the internet. And then finally, for all your podcast needs, follow the Mavs, subscribe to the Mavs on Himalaya, uh, the brand new podcasting platform. Listen to customizable playlists. They'll recommend new shows for you. I know that I sometimes get overwhelmed by the amount of podcasts that there are just in existence, but Himalaya will take what you've listened to before, kind of run their their special algorithms, and uh, come up with some really good programs that they'll think you'll enjoy. And you, you can share those with your friends, forward them along. If you Maybe you like a new show, you found a new show, you can share it with them too. So it's awesome. So yeah, that's it. Uh, without further ado, here is DeLon. And again, he's joined by uh, Mike Marshall and myself. Hope you all enjoy. Thanks. See, uh, well, first we're here with Delon Wright. Delon Reginald Wright. Uh, thank you for taking time today, uh, early August, uh, for coming in here and letting us take some pictures of you and letting us chat you up. I see you're a man of your word, and you uh, you jumped to some color kicks. Yep. Um, I was watching a video of you earlier, and you were like, I like the black and white ones because they blend with everything. But yeah. soon, I'm gonna jump on those color ones. Yeah, yeah. And there they are. Yes. Yeah, welcome to Dallas, number one, I guess, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It shows the worst week to move here, man. It's like a million (laughs) degrees outside. Oh, I'm not moving. I'm just here to look for a place. I'm actually leaving tonight. Okay. Um, Get a pool. Uh, Well, yeah, I probably will be able to use a pool. Toronto never was able to use a pool, so... Not a big swimming pool market in Toronto. (laughs) Yeah, no, it has to be indoor. (laughs) Yeah, as I'd imagine. Um, All right, so... The first thing that me and Bobby looked at each other the other day and we're like, okay, DeLon gets a ring, right? He gets a ring. You get a ring, right? That's what I, that's what they say. Kyle texted me right away, Kyle Laurie, and told me. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure he'll, he'll make sure I get one. He, he seems like a cool guy. Back. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Big time. Yep. Can I have it? Yeah, you can have it. I just okay. want to take a picture with it, and I'll give it away. You said that on the mic. He man. did. You can't, I got him. You can't walk that I got him. Now. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I got a championship ring now. It's for the Raptors, which is weird, but it's fine. Um, Kyle Lowry seems like a cool dude. I know he uh, can come off as cantankerous in the media every once in a while, but I, I like his attitude. What was your experience like with him? Man, he was great. Um, I have some great stories on Kyle. Um, but he right away took me under his wing. You know, help me as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And um, people can say what they want about him, but, you know, now he's a champion. He's one of the hardest working players that I've ever been around and, you know, just a great veteran. Mm-hmm. Now that you're out of Toronto, obviously went to Memphis for a minute and now you're with the Dallas Mavericks. Is Drake annoying as a character that's just looming over the franchise at all times? Not his music, not the person, just always having to look over there and see Drake on the sideline. <laughs> Now, it was actually pretty cool though, especially when I was playing there, because he, uh, you know, he was torn. He wasn't that many games, so when he was there, you know, he dapping you up and uh, you know, kind of gassing you up. But I can see how he can come off as a, uh, you know, annoying to 
non-Raptor fans. I just want to be like, you're not playing. You know that, right? <laughs> True. He, uh, you know, he when he when they won the championship, he he was a part of that. <laughs> it was pretty cool though when Dennis was here, having Jay Cole come to the arena and kind of you know sit on the sideline and stuff. Do you have any uh, any celebrity friends that will be visiting games? Um, Your brother? Nah, he'll be playing. <laughs> he'll be overseas somewhere. Uh. I don't know if I, they'll come specifically to see me, but uh, probably when we go to Stable Center, I'll, you know, dap up some of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, That's kind of your homecoming, right? You yeah. Every time you go to L.A.? Every time, yeah. yeah. Well, now you get to go there four times a year. Is it four? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, I think it'll be three this year. I know yeah, three for sure. three mm-hmm. or four, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually, uh, which is crazy, when I was in Toronto, we would play a preseason game there mm. and then come back, obviously, twice. So that was always cool. What kind of – is there any culture shock? I mean, I know Toronto is – kind of like america it's not too different but moving to a new country to go to the nba is that what, what is that like honestly i didn't know anything about toronto um but then when i got there i realized how much it was like america and they they are into our politics and they know everything about what we're doing so that, that really amazed me and uh i just it's kind of sad that we don't know anything about them yeah. like the i guess is a president or a prime minister no, why I didn't know who, if it was a president, or prime minister, or what, like what it was. But um, you know the dollar. I love the dollar because you know you take your American dollar there and you can get a little some cheaper stuff. Do you so. get paid in American dollars? Yeah. Okay. So it helps. Right, nice. Even though nice. their taxes are high. Yeah. It, it definitely helps. Nice. So you seem to know the schedule pretty well, and that was answering one of my questions I'd written down. Um, like, do you even care about when the schedule drops? Did you look at Toronto and you you quoted it right off the top? December 22nd, right, when you go back to Toronto. So you obviously care about it, but uh, did you go through each game and go, ooh, looking forward to that? Uh, Toronto is obviously the big hallmark game, but uh, how much attention do you pay to that? I didn't. I don't know. I didn't pay too much attention to it. Uh, I kind of looked at when we were going to Toronto, L.A. I hope mm-hmm. we wasn't going to L.A. too soon because usually we go in the beginning of the year, don't get to go back. But um, And I looked at the uh, national – television games mm-hmm. I feel like we had about I kind of at least 15 I don't know it could be more or less mm-hmm. it's 20 counting NBA TV 20 so that's quite a bit that's good yeah, yeah. so that's great I'm do sure. you get hyped for uh, there's always kind of like the the old cliche is like yeah this is on ESPN this is on TNT it means more is that true or do you do you feel like you get a little extra kind of pep in your step yeah it's a little more um because in Toronto we didn't get many I don't know why they were but, always um, good yeah, they were good, yeah. and we had a good team, but they always say it was because of the ratings or whatever it could be. But, um, you know, that we used to get hype um, because we don't get to – you know, it's, you get to you know play in front of more fans and more of your friends get to see you. So, mm. you know, you have to get hype. Mm. Is this not that baked-in fan base, or at least there wasn't? Maybe now that they want a title, there's going to be some little Raptors fans running around that are just like, I remember that, that championship. But before that, you know, you – you got your random Lakers fan. You got your random Knicks fan. Maybe their dad lived there or something like that. I feel like Toronto didn't travel as well on national TV for the longest time, but that changed pretty quick. Um, so I know you watch a lot of Animal Planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you must have Googled me or something. Yeah, I watched, I watched, I watched all your videos, man. I watched, I watched your videos on YouTube. I wanted to know Delon. Uh, favorite show on Animal Planet and what kind of uh, what kind of stuff are you into? Favorite show? Um, it's... I can't I can't remember the specific show, but I know they uh they do like segments on like you know in the safari, mm-hmm. uh in the forest, different 
you know, segment segments like that. So mm. kind of like Planet Earth type. Yeah, of okay, like Planet Earth. Like, I don't know if that's still Animal Planet. Is that? I think Planet Earth is Animal Planet. It's, I don't know. It's all the same. It's Discovery right? or whatever. Once it you is. get to that yeah. sequence of channels on your TV, you're like, I'm good with all of them. I'm just gonna yeah. sit here and watch it. Yeah. Like I watch a lot of lions, like a lot of Lion Pride. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, different uh, different shows. Yeah. So you have one of the most unique stories of anybody that has come through the league, uh, probably ever. Um, <laughs> you know, going moving out to Philadelphia, coming back real real quick, uh, getting in at City College of San Francisco. Um, I was just reading it and watching, you know, them retell it on Open Gym yeah. last year and seeing some of your ex-coaches and things like that and just going through that process of thinking, <laughs> not having a scholarship, even at City College when you got on the team, if you told that kid at 18 or 19 that, okay, you're going to be a, you're going to have a legit NBA career for a really long time, you're going to be a starting point guard, someone's going to want you so bad they're going to sign and trade for you. Uh, and give you a three-year deal, what would that kid say? I would laugh and just, like, that's not true. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've had a long journey. It really doesn't seem like that until mm-hmm. I look back. I just feel like I've been moving place to place and trying to get reach the next step. And, you know, it, it led me here. So um, I'm thankful for that journey because I met some cool people and a lot of good coaches that helped me get to the next level. And, um you know, I'm just trying to keep going and keep going. What was this summer like for you? Because from a fan's perspective, it was crazy. I mean, like, all these deals are done, like, right at 5 p.m. on June 30th. And as Mavs fans, we're thinking, all right, who are we going to get? Who are we going to get? Who are we going to get? And uh, for a few days, it was kind of like nothing going on. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to sign a trade for DeLon. We got Seth. We got Boban. And uh, all of a sudden, it was like, all right, the roster's kind of taking shape. Cuban said that basically – on the first day of free agency, they went from, all right, let's 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 get whatever, this guy, it didn't work out, all right, we're getting DeLon. That's, they, like, focused in right on you. Is that true? I mean, what do you hear from them at 501? I mean, what what was that process like? Did it come together quickly? Yeah, I think Rick called me at, right at, at the minute. Whenever I was like, I got it. No, my agent told me to expect a call from him. But I was like, uh, maybe. But then I got a call right away, and they were just telling me how excited they were if I was able to, you know, you know, play for them. And I was like, it's not on me. Like, I would love to play for you guys. It's on Memphis that they would, like, you know, not match my offer or whatever. And so, you know, it was nerve-wracking at first because I did see that they signed Seth. And I was like, oh, they probably done, not, not going to sign me. Then they still, like, you know, we still have any plans. So I was excited. Um, and I was also just nervous that Memphis would have matched. And then once we kind of told them that we, you know, we had a better opportunity and, you know, you guys have your point guard, they, uh, you know, agreed to do a sign and yeah, trade. Of course, because they drafted John Morant. You're thinking, yeah. man, I don't want to nah. be a backup. No disrespect to John Morant, right, of right, course. Right. He's going to be awesome. But uh, the Mavs were able to pull off sign and trade. So yeah. was it just kind of like relief, excitement? What, what was that 24 hours like for you? I was psyching myself. I was like, yep, no way that they're they going to be able to pull this off. But I knew I wanted it to happen. I was just psyching myself out, psyching myself out. And, um, you know, once um, my agent told me that they were going to work on it, and then I saw uh, on Twitter, that's how I first found out. Woj shams, those yeah, guys are telling you? all my friends like, you don't get a Woj bomb. I was like, I better. <laughs> so I got a Woj bomb, and um, he was like, uh, it said, like, sign a trade. And I just, like, dropped my phone, like, and started screaming, like, excited. And nice. then, uh, 
all my, my phone just started blowing up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Because from spending as much time around the organization as we do, you just kind of hear whatever rumors. And going back all the way to draft night of 2015, it was the Mavs were interested in you. And it came down, I think you were the, the Raptors with a pick right before Dallas. And there was, you know, kind of sus, uh, sort of suspicion that the Mavs would take you if you were there. So did you just have a really bomb workout with them? Or what has the relationship been like with this team going back all the way to your college years? A good workout with the Mavs. Yeah, I didn't actually get. I didn't get a chance to work out with the Mavs. Really? Um, they were on my. They were on my last three teams: uh, Dallas, all the Texas teams. Mm -hmm. So I did my Toronto workout. I ended up getting hurt. Um, some dude fouled the heck out of me, and I pulled my. This groin. is your chance to slander him right now. If you want. I'm not going <laughs> to say his name. Oh, okay. But, okay. Uh, right. He, like, obviously, like just took me out. Really. And, um, you know, the Raptors were joking, like, yeah, well, they, people were going to think we're shutting you down <laughs> if we draft you. But I didn't think they were going to draft me. I was like, I'm not going at 20. Mm. And then, um, yeah, I just didn't get a chance to work out for the Texas teams. And I know that they like me. Yeah. But, um, you know, now it kind of worked itself out. Mm. So if you're a Mavericks fan and I walk up to them and say, hey, what do you think about DeLon Wright? They're going to tell me triple doubles. Yeah. Just stacking them up. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you played us last year. They were the last two times at least, triple-doubles. So you're going to go ahead and guarantee a triple-double every game? <laughs> I will not do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know some people think it was a, you know, a fluke because uh, you guys were resting or whatever, but I'm going to take it. I had two. That's, That's impressive. <laughs> here. Hey, there were guys out there. It was cool. To, I mean, it was not cool in the moment because yeah. the Mavericks were losing, yeah. but – I went back and rewatched your highlights from that game in Dallas. I think that was the the first was triple first one, yeah. yeah. And as soon as you got, I think you already had like twenty two points and fifteen assists, but you yeah. were sitting on nine rebounds yeah, for like for three long. minutes. Yeah, and coach took me out. Yeah, yeah like but then ten they minutes bring you left. Back in and we they brought you back in, and you get the rebound, and the whole bench just goes nuts. I mean, that'd yeah. be pretty cool. It was, it was, and um, you know, they really were supporting me. And Coach Chad, um, so the next game, he was like, "Nah, you get another one." I was like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not. It's too hard. He was like, no, it's not. Trust me. Just put your mind to it. And then I kind of figured out how to get it. Um, you know, get your rebounds early, get your assists early, then worry about the points kind of later. Hope that they miss enough shots to get exactly. the rebounds. Yeah. yeah. But you guys should uh, shoot a lot of threes. So just got to run in there. Kind of. And some of the guys, they kind of move out the way a little. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah, we, we've seen it. We've yeah, seen yeah it they moved out the way a little bit. You know, that, uh, that coaching stuff in Memphis, I know you weren't there long, but. Uh, Greg Buckner, former Mav. Van Exel was there last year, yep. wasn't he? Former and then uh, Jerry Stackhouse, correct? Yeah. Did they tell you anything about Dallas whenever you uh, the deal came through? No, no. And also, going back to that, um, it was Stackhouse's last game coaching with us in Dallas. Oh, wow. So I was like, I'm going to try to, like, you know, because yeah. he was with me in Toronto. And I was like, yeah, I know you're going, you know, going to do your college thing. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to try to give you a, you know, a game to remember. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah. You know, see what happens. That's a pretty good starting backcourt back in the day. If it you was. could throw them all together. Yeah, Stack can still, still play. Can he? He's still like one on one in the post. I can't guard him. <laughs> or nobody can guard him. But, you know, obviously moving around the perimeter, he still, yeah. you know, yeah. got a little older. So, what about your game doesn't show up in the box score in the terms of points, rebounds, steals? What do you bring to the court that I'm not going to see uh, in terms of numbers? Uh, just like IQ plays. Um, you know, I, I play a lot of mind games with the with the offense when I'm on defense. You know, just acting like I'm not there, and then you know, run into the passing lane. Uh, just just little little tricks I've learned. You know, since I'm not the quickest, not the uh, you know strongest, I've learned some tricks uh, growing up. 
And, um, you know, they've still been working, you know, as I got older. So I'm just going to continue to do it and, you know, progress at that. This is a very uh, – it's the imagination period for Mavs fans right now because they haven't seen Luka and KP play together. Yeah. And we're all just like – we have this idea in our heads of what it's going to look like. I'm sure you're doing the same. Yeah, yeah. You're looking at the, you know, the rookie of the year, former all-star. What can I do to help these dudes? What can they do to help me? So what do you think about playing next to those guys? And, of course, the other guys on the team are super important, but those are the guys that the fans want to know about. So what do you think about playing next to those dudes? No, I think it's going to be very fun. They both are high IQ players, um, still very young, you know, still trying to prove themselves. So I think it's going to be fun. Um, you know, obviously I'm, you know, just as much as the fans imagining what what's going to be like, but um, I'm pretty sure they're going to, you know, work together, mesh together, you know, be that next uh, Steve Nash and Dirk combo. And hopefully they're uh, together for the rest of their careers. You know your Mavs history. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a basketball, I'm a basketball fan. What is it like guarding Luka? Did you get matched up at him uh, against him at all last year? Yeah, I did a little bit. Um, did you shut him down at all? I wouldn't say I shut him down, but I played some good defense on him. Right. Um, he kind of settled for some long threes, so I was kind of like relieved. Um, but uh, you know, I think it was the end of the year. Or no, it was in Toronto, so I got thrown in on him. And uh, I was kind of like, you know, I wasn't fresh, so mm. – you know, it's kind of stiff, and he kind of settled on me. But, um, you know, he's a good player, and, you know, I'm happy to, to be uh, teammates with him. Yeah, you don't got to guard him anymore. But right. back to and the practice. schedule, you, yeah, in practice, yeah. You look at the schedule now, it's opening night, October 23rd, I think it is, Wizards. So it's like, man, I look at the schedule now, and I think, okay, yeah, they got, they got so-and-so player. But now it's like, well, who's DeLon going to guard? And so every night it's like Bradley Beal on the yeah. first game of the season. So that's a, a nice, easy way to start the year, guarding that guy. Welcome. I mean, it's like every team now has just a stud guard. It's Every night it's James Harden or it's Steph oh, yeah. or it's Bradley Beal. You're guarding, like, guys who play a million different positions that are all – they're all all-stars. I yeah. mean, do you – that's got to kind of suck, but also it's got to <laughs> be cool as a guy who prides himself on defense. No, it's, it's – I mean, I wouldn't say it sucks but because it's going to make me better. when yeah. I, You know, for some reason when I guard those – you know those those top guys. It kind of you know makes my game because they gonna have to guard me. So I'm not gonna let let them. I'm not gonna let up on them on you know offense. You know I think I know they're gonna think they're gonna rest on me because Lucas probably gonna guard um have the you know the best defender. But um you know it's gonna be fun. Uh you know I think I bring I play my best when I'm guarding you know the best guys. Mm. Uh, Luca and KP are obviously the headline, but whenever you start looking at the roster, guys like you, guys like Maxi, guys like Dorian, I see a defensive core that looks pretty strong. How how you feeling about that? You know, I feel good. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm always down for some uh, defensive players, defensive-minded players that play hard and, you know, are thinking defense first. So, I think we'll, um, you know, we'll link really well. Awesome. I think that's all I got for him, man. Well, real quick, family ties. So, Darrell obviously played in the NBA forever. He's still playing pro. Yeah. Then Seth Curry's got Steph and Dell. Uh, you got Tim Hardaway Jr., whose dad played here, too. There's family connections abound on this roster, man. Is that, like, is there any advantage to having a brother or a dad or a cousin or just anybody that's been in the league before? Any kind of, like, maybe tips or tricks that you'd get before your rookie season that other guys are having to figure out on the fly? Uh, I wouldn't say that much. I would say, um, and it's also you can get spoiled because you think that that's how everything's supposed to be. Mm. Um, so yeah, if you can, wins a championship, I think like second season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like if you if you can kind of like you know read between the lines, um, you'll you'll figure it out. Because um, you know some of the, some of the NBA sons they 
and they think they're going to be good too, and they kind of probably don't work as hard. And some of them feel like they have to live up to that, so they work, you know, harder than they're used to. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't think it's an advantage. It, it, it all depends on your mindset, um, how you look at it. Awesome, man. Welcome to town. Thank you for taking time today to hang out with us, and uh, best of luck. Can't wait to see you in training camp and practice and all season, man. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. You, man. Thank you.